awareness of vulnerability. Hi, and welcome to Naked and Known. We're your hosts, Jossie and Tia. <laughs> welcome back. Um, it's been a while. It's been a little while. We're really trying to keep up <laughs> with recording. We are but very behind. It's very hard. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Lots of stuff. It's a busy season. Mm-hmm. Um, Our last podcast was mm-hmm. with the guys. Yeah. That was a little was a heavy, but funny. I think I've gotten good feedback yeah. though on that. Robbie um, dropped a bomb a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's awesome yeah, though. Yeah, it's I was all so good. proud of him. Yeah, um, I am too. I'm very proud of that him. That was a really good, good conversation. Maybe we'll have him back again. Yeah. This is the third time. Third time's a charm. That'll be the best. <laughs> Every season. Yeah, right. Once a season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have gotten good feedback on that though. But yeah, we're happy to be back. Um there's been some life changes yes. happening. One that I'm holding in my arms. Yes, <laughs> giving <laughs> life to at this moment. <laughs> she can't be too far away from me at this point. So yes. if you hear any whining in the background, that's a little Violet. <laughs> but Violet Faye. Violet Faye. Um, How big is she? I don't know. I haven't been back to the doctor. Oh, Our doctor is like a family practitioner. So we went. Three days after we left the hospital or something, like two days after we left the hospital. Um, And then a week later, we went again. He checked her and she's been growing. I mean, she was like, she was born nine pounds, one ounce, which is a big baby. Um, You are wonder woman. (laughs) Um, So nine one. And then we came back when we saw um, our doctor, Dr. Lee, she was like nine she was nine two, so she was already back at her birth weight. And you know, they oh, usually good. lose weight like in the first few days. Oh. So that was good. And then a week later, she was like almost 10 pounds. Okay. So she was gaining and he was like, you know, it's your third kid. I think you can just come back at the two month appointment. Oh. <laughs> so well, that's like, good. okay. I don't know. The fearful side of me is like, but wait, I need someone to check her all the time. Right. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm a nurse that he like trust me more to like, but obviously if she's like spiking a fever or something, I'll take You'll her in. Know, yeah. yeah. She seems to be growing, getting heavier and <laughs> pooping a lot, <laughs> pooping constantly since she came out. Honestly, I think like she pooped on the table immediately after she oh, really? was born. Yeah. She so. was how many days overdue? Um, yeah, my water broke at seven days and then eight days she was born the next evening. 11-11. 11-11. Veterans Day. Little veteran baby. Little veteran. So, yeah. We salute you, Violet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your service, Violet. Um, (laughs) No, thank you, (laughs) Jazzy. I did all the work, okay? You did all the work. I was just telling someone today, though, like, I'm kind of, like, proud that it was, like, a very long, arduous, painful thing. But, like, I feel, like, proud and, like, happy that I, like, like, birthed a girl. Like, I had to work for the girl. I don't know why. It just feels Uh like that. Like, of course, I worked for Ollie, too. Mm -hmm. But... It, it was a lot easier than yeah. this birth. So, yeah, and I expected like this to be way like- easier than that one. You know, you mm-hmm. just think it's going to get better and better, but that's not always mm-hmm. the case. So she was not quite ready to come out. Apparently she like, wasn't in a good position. So it was a very long, 
long process. Well, because felt like ages to me. Before she was sunny side up. And That's what they thought. She, yeah, she was either like I don't know the official terms, but it was like sunny side up or like sideways. I don't know. She saw like one eye socket when they did the ultrasound to check my fluid level. So she's like, oh, I see an eye socket. So that means she's not quite like in position or whatever. I mean, it wasn't like she was worried about it, but um, she was kind of like FYIing us. But she was like, yeah, it'll probably change for labor. You know, like she'll get into the right position, which she did before she actually came out. But I think that's why things weren't progressing as fast with her because she kind of wasn't in the exact like face down position to come out. Well, cause your water broke that mm-hmm. Sunday night and then yeah. she wasn't born. <laughs> the next she was night. It was like 20 over 24 hours over, later. Which can be dangerous. Uh, well, yeah. My midwife though is so chill about things. And yeah. I think she just trusts me and like my input. Like we're like friends kind of. That's amazing. So, I mean, I feel like we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Steve always <laughs> says that. Like you guys are buddies. You're just because we'll just chat about things, you know? Um, And she may be like that with everybody. I don't know. But it seems like we have like a special Mm -hmm. relationship, Um, just being nurses and that kind of thing. So she Mm -hmm. trusts my input. She like lets me kind of make my own decisions. And I really appreciate that because, you know, after my water broke on Sunday night, that was my um, like a week past my due date. But I was not having any like signs of labor, no contractions really. Like they almost like slowed down I feel like after the water broke um which is not good I was like oh no I wanted to go the other way but then we went to the hospital because I had the group B strep um so I had to get antibiotics every four hours until the baby was born so like I got like six doses or something so we got there she wanted me to come right away which is fine and she thought this baby was gonna come so fast because Oliver came super fast like for a first birth, you know? So that was not the case, but we, we slept over there that night, got antibiotics. They were checking the baby every hour. Um, cause I didn't want the continuous monitoring and cause I wouldn't have been able to sleep. I still didn't sleep that much, but, um, then in the morning it was like, still nothing really didn't mm-hmm. really feel anything, you know, like occasional, but nothing crazy. Um, so she came in and talked to us for a while and she's like, so do you, you know, you want the Pitocin? And I'm like, no, can I not yeah, do that? Right. Because I just, like, I wanted to do everything unmedicated naturally, but I I just didn't feel, I know we have friends who have done it with Pitocin. I yeah. did not feel that I was capable of that. Like, I'd already just had a hard pregnancy and not felt good for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was, like, in pain, not sleeping well, you know. Um, so I was like, I don't think I have it in me, you know, to like have this medication that's going to make everything way worse and maybe not even help things progress that much better. I don't know. Like people say Pitocin, since it's not like your natural body's hormones, it doesn't work as efficiently. You know, it just like makes it way more painful. I mean, it works, but it's painful. So I was kind of trying to put that off as long as possible. So we had some other fun options. I asked her, could we do the (laughs) breast pump, you know, to get things going? Cause that's like a common thing. And she was like, yeah, let's do that. We could also do a soap suds enema. Let's do that too. And I was like, okay, what? What is that? (laughs) Well, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but um, Google it. Just Google it. Soap suds enema. I can spell it for you if you need to. No. Um, But yeah, she's, you know, my midwife has been practicing for a long time. This is like my favorite midwife, Mary, who 
delivered Oliver to, and I've just had such a good experience with her. Like mm-hmm. if I can ever see her in the office, I prefer to see her. Um, but I love the whole group at, at Elmhurst. She was like, this is like old school, but it works, you know? Mm-hmm. So she's like, we never really do this. And the nurses really didn't do them ever. Like the one was like, the one who actually did it was not even our nurse. And she was like, oh, I've done it before, but it's been a really long time. So yeah. um, like our nurse didn't even know how to do it really. And it's not like it's so hard, but anyways, okay. so yeah, C- kind of clear you out okay. of your stool yeah. that's been building up for nine months. It feels like because wow. I'm so constipated, um, which oh is also gosh. common. Apparently, I don't know exactly how it works, but it seems like something happened like after you're cleared out something maybe gets moving or it yeah I don't trigger something um I don't know if that's what did it the breast pump seemed to work too so that's when like my contractions really started getting more intense and like regular so we did that for like an hour and a half the breast pump like on and off 15 minutes and then yeah from there it's kind of a blur to be honest because <laughs> it got bad pretty fast oh um, yeah, we didn't and hear I, from you for a while. Yeah, I was like, right. I think you heard about the enema. Yeah, and then it was like, <laughs> then for was like, like seven hours, it was like nothing. Oh, I was like, no. <gasps> our poor oh. friend, our friend Martha was like, hopefully she listens. <laughs> Shout out, Martha. Um, but she was like so worried about us. Like when we finally told her the baby was born, she like burst into tears because she was like, the water broke last night. You know, like this can't be good. And she yeah. was like so worried. I know when. <laughs> (laughs) we got this text from Steve that was like, um, baby's not doing well or something. Yeah. Please pray. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I I mean, it was just like, (laughs) our hearts just like That was a really scary moment. Yeah. So no. long story short, it was like things were getting more and more intense for me. And like the way Steve puts it is, it seemed like I was at like the worst place that I ever got to with my- uh, like Oliver's birth way earlier and it was like he kept feeling like oh it's almost time it's mm-hmm. gonna happen it's gonna happen but every time they would check me it'd be like maybe another centimeter oh. um and so it's so discouraging too you oh know and gosh, I'm trying yeah. every position like my doula is helping me um if you need a good doula another shout out <laughs> to Nikki Warden um I can give you her information, but she was amazing. So even when I wanted to just like lay there and like not do anything, she's like, let's go for a walk. Let's try the shower. Let's do, you know, so I'm like moving everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like teaching me different ways to like get through the contractions, like try squatting through this one when we're like on our walk and they were getting more intense. They were getting more painful, um, more frequent, it seemed like. And like, it was weird because like different things could affect them. Like it would be like, you know, they say like, if you're comfortable, things will progress. Like this is why a lot of times you, like if you want to do a natural birth, they'll encourage you to like stay as home at home as long as possible. Because if you're at the hospital, it's not, it's comfortable. There's all these stranger, you know, yeah. so we'd be like walking the halls and then someone would walk by and it'd be like, oh, the contraction, like almost like cut off. It's so weird. But like how like yeah. psychologically, you know, you're, your like mental state is connected to this whole process or whatever. Mm. Cause I'd be like, who's that person who's like walking <laughs> by? They're all looking at me, you know, but um, <laughs> anyway, so, but then it gets to the point where you just don't care anymore. So that's mm-hmm. like the really bad 
right. part of like when you get to active labor. And that was the thing for so long. They kept being like, well, you're still in early labor. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm definitely in active yeah. labor at this point. This like I can feel it. So, um, so anyways, yeah, finally I got to People like telling you what you are. And yeah. You're like, right. You don't They're know. like, according to the measurement that we oh, just did. Geez. And I'm like, yeah, you have no idea. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, so I got to seven and that was when things kind of like took a turn. So Mm -hmm. my midwife had let me go like all the way till 8 p.m. She was like, by eight, if like things aren't regular enough, I want to start the Pitocin regardless, you know, which was very generous because, you know, my water had broken at 8.30 the night before. So Mm -hmm. like technically they kind of want the baby to be like coming out at around 24 hours or so. And she was like, yeah, we'll give it till then. Like things are still happening. I'm like watching you. And Mm -hmm. we'd like see her at the nurse's station while we were doing our laps and stuff. Yeah. And she could see it was like getting harder and stuff. So finally she was like, okay, I think we need to start the Pitocin just to get things more regular. Like I'm Mm -hmm. just going to give you a little bit. Don't panic. And I'm like, okay. So they started and I was like, oh, and the plan was like, I'm like, I need something for pain like now. So I was like, give me something. (laughs) I know I'm not going to get the epidural at this point, but like, give me something. So they were- Oh, they tried the gas. That did nothing. I took like four whiffs and I was like, okay, done. So I, it was like more annoying to have the mask in my face, oh. to be honest, because you have to like hold it up. And it's like at that point in labor, it does nothing. You know, like earlier on, it might. I don't know. Some Get people say off. that it does. I just have a hard time like inhaling anything. So I just, yeah. <laughs> I almost felt like it was more like, well, you know, like suffocating me. Yeah, I just oh. wanted like everything like away from me. Yeah. And like this was getting to the point where like I didn't want Steve touching me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kept like pushing his head. Like he was being so sweet. He's like the best coach. Aww. But he's like, you know, whispering, like encouraging things. And like, this <laughs> I'm just like, Wah. like, <laughs> get your face away from my face. Like I don't want to be touched. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so that's like usually when you know you're like getting close to transition and Mm -hmm. that means the baby's coming and all this stuff. So, so you have this plan, Pitocin and the pain shot. Okay. So this is the plan. And then she starts the Pitocin and, um, and like more people kind of started like showing up in the room because I think they thought like something's happening. I don't know. Or maybe it was because like the baby started to decel. So like the heart rate started going down with the Pitocin. So they were like, oh, so then I feel like there were a bunch of people like watching the monitors and I'm like, is the baby OK? You know, and I'm so far beyond like in pain right now. Like I just couldn't even function or really talk or like have any. Mm. So it was only like the important things that I could like bark out, but otherwise like Steve and the doula were kind of like doing things for me and like trying to help. And Steve is like, you were just not there. Like you, you know, you hadn't talked in hours. And cause before that, it's like you're having contractions. They're bad during the contractions, but in between you're like, Oh, I'm fine. We can still talk and joke and stuff. And then you get to a point where you're like, Nope, I'm not talking. It's like too much energy. I remember having like all the, these things playing in my head that like I would have said if I could participate in the conversation Uh like him and the doula are talking and I'm like this would be a funny joke right now but no not funny right now like I can't even I don't have the energy to get those words out you know so it's such a weird thing you're just like not yourself at all yeah oh my god (laughs) yeah get ready yeah Um, (laughs) so so yeah it was at that point the with the pitocin 
the heart rate like started going down. So then I'm like, how about that pain shot? <laughs> like, Give me sorry. the drugs. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, was like a drug addict at that point. Yeah. So, you know, because I'm just like, drug? I need it. You know, and they're like, um, Is it no, too late? we can't give that to you because it's not good for the baby. So, which totally makes sense in my nursing brain. But at that point, you know, you're just so far. It was like because I needed something to like show me that it was going to be over. I would have some relief. Like I was just I feel like I was just like giving up. And I had done like the bathtub that kind of helped for a little bit. But I just wanted to like lay my head down. I wanted to just like I needed rest. You Were know? you on the bed at this point or I was, you like on the ball? So, like, I would, you- so at this point, yeah, I had done it all. But no. at this point, I was like in the bed because they're kind of, they put me back on the monitor once they started the Pitocin, like the co- continuous monitor. Um, so then there, Steve's totally going to listen to this and be like, okay, that's not exactly right. Because no. honestly, it's so blurry to me, but I'll tell oh, you sure. as far as I can remember and what he <laughs> said. But then, yeah, so I'm like on the bed and they're watching the heart rate. They're like, okay, stop the Pitocin. And that's when the midwife was like, you're not getting pain medicine, which I'm so obviously I'm so glad for now, like looking back. Um, Is that because you're so late in the game? It was because the baby's heart rate was already down. So if you give a narcotic, it's going to like go through to the baby. Um, So she's going to be super like drowsy. It's going to make her heart rate go down even further. And, it, you know, and me too, you know, it's going to like make me more out of it and stuff. So I'm like, it's it was really the Lord, honestly, because like this is how I wanted it to go. But I was just at such like, oh, you're desperate. I was desperate, you know? Yeah. I was just like, I can't, you know, and it had just gone on so long, so much longer than I, it was expectation, honestly, going back to our expectations episode. But like I had expected one thing and this was something different. And I was just like, I had given up basically. I'm like, I just can't do this. Right. So, um, and everybody's telling me, I think you're getting close. I think, and I'm like, but I'm not close. I'm seven centimeters, you know? So like, that's not close enough. So this is what I'm thinking in my head. I'm not saying any of this. Yeah. It's just hard to stay positive at that point in your own (laughs) head, you know, obviously. So then basically that's when Steve had sent the text out. It was like, Cause they're having me try different positions. They're like, go on your left. No, go on your right now. Okay. Uh, we need you to get up on all fours. And, uh, and I'm like, Oh, I like groan. And they're like, like fast, like as fast as you can go on all fours. And I'm like, okay. And then, and then I'm just like weeping, you know, cause it's like so emotional and I'm like scared. And I also, so at this point I'm questioning every decision that I made up to this point, you know, like I should have just scheduled an induction or like I should have scheduled like I should have I don't know I'm thinking I should have just let them do the Pitocin I should have just done the epidural I should have you know like whatever things I was like trying to avoid the whole time I'm Mm -hmm. like I'm an idiot you know like I did this and now everything's going awry and so you know obviously this is such like negative self-talk but that's how it felt in the moment like I should have done something so different, you know, because I just wanted at that point, I wanted like the baby to be okay and yeah, us to like get through and it. And her out. And out. <laughs> Definitely get out. That out. was priority. Yes. Get out. <laughs> get out of me. Why are you still in me? We'll still be close, okay? Yeah, we'll like, still be really I'll close. I'll hold you. I'll keep you as close to me as I can. But um, yeah, exactly. So so at that point, <laughs> it was just like, I'm questioning everything. Oh my gosh. Steve obviously is like more in tune to like what's going on. But, you know, you can sense it in the room. There's like this heaviness that comes. Everybody's being like more quiet. They're, nobody's chatting. No, like 
Mm-hmm. No joking, no whatever. Everybody's watching the monitors. Everybody's quiet. So I keep asking, like, is the baby okay? Yeah, the baby's okay. We're just watching, you know, and I'm like, yeah, right. So, because mm-hmm. you can just feel it. Yeah. Um. Basically, at that point, the midwife was like, okay, we need to call the doctor, like the on-call doctor, because we probably are going to need like either forceps or vacuum or like we're going to go to C-section. So she like names all these options. So this is what's in my head. And at that point, I'm just like, I think maybe they should just do a C-section because I can't do this much longer. I know a lot of people have that experience. So, you know, nothing against that. I know that there are a lot of emergency C-sections and that could have totally been our story. It just ended up not. Mm -hmm. Like I do feel for those people who have had C-sections after laboring for so long too, you know, because you've worked so hard. And then, um, and I know there's good things about C-sections too. I hear people who like just love that they've had that. It's like a lot better in some ways, you know, anyways. So for me, it was just like, yeah, after all that, you know, that could be the Mm -hmm. outcome. So, you know, and that would have been for me disappointing. Um, but what can you do at that point? So I was just kind of like, whatever needs to happen. But they were like, the doctor will be here in about 20 minutes. He's like coming, 20 from, minutes. coming from home. Yeah. Was so he at like, dinner? <laughs> I mean, geez. The midwife, well, 20 minutes to you is like 10 hours. No, that's exactly how I felt. And I was like, I can't wait 20 minutes. Like, 20 I feel like minutes. I can't wait 20 minutes. This is how bad everything was. It was just like 20 minutes feels like an eternity. Like I need something sooner. I need mm-hmm. something to happen. Um, so again, like I'm on all fours still. My midwife is like, call the doctor. This is, these are the options he can provide for us. So they call the doctor. She goes back and checks me and they were trying not to check me constantly just because mm-hmm. my water had broken. So risk of infection. So she goes in while I'm on all fours, checks me again. She had put in an internal monitor too. So there's so much going in and out there, but whatever, <laughs> TMI, but she checks, she taps on the baby's head, which I guess if you're a labor and delivery nurse, you know that like if the heart rate goes up at that point, then like the baby's still okay. If not, then they need like baby out stat. So heart rate went back up. I don't know all the ins and outs of this or why medically what's happening, but basically like baby's not really in distress. Baby's like, okay, heart rate went up. The midwife at that point, which I am so thankful to God that this was the midwife who Mm -hmm. was there with me again Mm -hmm. because, and I think this is why I was late, honestly, with this baby, because she had to be there to like have this experience that I had. Um, But she was like, okay, you're at seven centimeters, 90. Still at that point. 90% effaced. Let's try to push this baby out. (laughs) And I was like, what? And she's like, I think we can just push past the rest of the cervix. like. It's not like completely or whatever. So, and, but it was like so hopeful to me at that point. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't feel the urge to push. They kept asking me that too. And I'm like, I think I would tell you if I had the urge to push. Like I'm not holding back information over here. Right, right, right. I just want her out. Yeah. Yeah, Like I would definitely want to push if I could push right now. So like I didn't feel the urge, but like, she's like, let's get you on your back. Let's try to push this baby out. So like I started pushing with the contractions and it was after like probably two contractions that she's like, tell the doctor to turn around. This baby's coming or whatever. So like, and this was like after Steve had texted you guys and our families and like everybody's praying Mm -hmm. hard, you know, at this point, like I just heard stories about my parents, like, 
quoting scripture and like crying mm-hmm. and praying with my sisters yeah. and like such so like moving to me after yeah. the experience because I didn't know all this was happening. But right. it's like these prayers literally yes. like got us through. Anyways, like maybe three contractions later, baby, baby was out. Wow. Like literally it probably was like, yeah, I don't know, like maybe 10 minutes or something. Steve says of that. So And obviously I started to feel the urge to push, but it was like not till she was like a little bit lower. So, so she came out and like, it of course was the most relieving thing of my entire life. Oh my gosh. Like I thought Ollie, it was relieving to have him out because I thought I'd never get him out. And then it was like this experience. Like I really thought she was not coming. Yeah. Yeah. She came out and then, um, and didn't cry like right away. The cord was wrapped around her neck. Oh, I didn't Um, know that. So yeah, that was probably I think part of like the heart rate thing I don't know we need to ask Taylor Thornton she'll be on next time um but anyways, mm-hmm. cord was wrapped around her neck so then the midwife was like oh well there's our problem so she like you know take unwraps it or whatever but she did not oh and she goes to Steve do you see what it is or whatever and he's just like it's a girl. Aww. And then we both just start weeping because oh. we just really had it in our hearts that it would be a girl. We wanted yeah. a girl. Uh, Me too. <laughs> so I know you did too. I had You've dreams. only mentioned that like five times on the podcast. But um, so, but Steve says like he looked down at her and she was not, you know, she hadn't cried right away, but she was not in any kind of like distress or like panic about it. She's like just, just calmly looking back and forth like she's just like oh hello world I'm here you know and um but they took her you know took her and kind of like do whatever that towel thing like kind of yeah and um but to kind of like get the breathing going and and she like cried and everything was fine so they like gave her back to me well actually they were like do you want do you want her do you want us to like weigh her and I'm like yeah like I'll take her Uh, (laughs) you can probably weigh her in a minute this is my trophy okay But, but then the midwife was like Actually, she's like, well, how long is it going to take to weigh her? I can't, I'm kind of curious. This is a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> so they did actually weigh her and it, she was nine pounds, one ounce. It's a big, big old baby. She's a big little <laughs> big <old> baby. <laughs> she's even bigger now. She's got so much hair. I know. Yeah. So the reflux she... is well explained oh, by this hair. Did you know that that's. I've heard that. Yeah. That happened with Ollie too. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like. What? Soon after, like, all my tastes went back to normal. All my, like, my reflux. You know, I can, like, eat chips and salsa before bed if I want to without a problem. Are you drinking coffee again? I know you didn't like coffee. Excuse me. I'm back on coffee and I love it. Yeah. It's crazy, like, how much those hormones affect you. It's really weird. Like, Mary, my sister-in-law, she's highly allergic to gluten. Like, really bad. And both pregnancies— She can eat as much gluten really? as she wants. Interesting. And the, the day she gave birth to Rowan and Finley, she like went to eat something with gluten. Yeah. And so, like got sick. Oh my goodness. That quick. That's insane. Because your body. Like, yeah. I'm like, why don't they figure out what hormone that is? Put it in a pill. Right. So and you make can everybody just take it. it. That's true. I know. That's a good point. I'm a genius. I don't know. You're I a genius inventor. scientifically <laughs> create that. Pill. You're like, I but, haven't done any studies on this. So we're not sure how it's going to affect it's you. It's my idea. If you steal but, it, <laughs> I should get profits. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways, that's nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Your body just does that. It's so crazy. Oh, yeah. I forgot too. Then after 
like you're so excited and whatever. Steve was just like ready to go to bed. He was so Because <laughs> it's like a lot for him. I oh know it's like obviously a lot for me, but like he's like literally in tune to my every yeah. need the oh. whole time. And I'm not talking. So he's like watching me so closely. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like draped over him at times, oh. just like over his shoulders, like through contractions and stuff. And he was just like encouraging me and like holding mm-hmm. me up and like helping me with everything. So he's like, so, you know, he probably had a sore back after two. Oh know? my gosh. I'm I like, I know it's <laughs> wear and tear on the husband. Too. Yeah, totally. totally. So he was like ready to pass out. So he did pass out when we got to my like postpartum room. And that was when apparently I was kind of like hemorrhaging. Didn't really know. Oh, yeah. So my nurse comes in and she's like, um, she's like, oh, let me just check you real quick. And I'm like, yeah, I've had like a couple, I don't know what you call them. Not blood squirts. Cuts? I want to say squirts, <laughs> but it's like something. Blood squirts? <laughs> like, you know, the blood squirts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Whatever. There's a term. But sure. um, if you, <laughs> they say if you, if you feel like too much of a gush or something, okay. like you should tell them. And I did feel some gushes, but it was like, eh, you know, like postpartum, of course you're going to yeah. have some blood out, you know, and I had been nursing her or whatever. And that's usually when it happens more. So she like lifts up the blanket though. And there's like, oh sorry gosh. if you have a, uh, weak, stomach. <laughs> weak stomach with this stuff, but there was a lot of blood. So, and I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of a lot of blood. And she's like, that is a lot of blood. Okay. Um, I'm going to lay you down. And so she like lays me flat. Cause that's what you're supposed to do. If someone's like bleeding out. And then she calls the charge nurse, charge nurse comes in. Um, and I wasn't really like panicked. Like, I think it was a little traumatic thinking back to it, but cause you yeah. just like, after that, then I was like worried, like, wait, am I still bleeding? Is this like a problem? You know, when is too much? Is everything okay? Right. Anyways, the charge nurse comes in and starts kneading my upper uterus, like, <laughs> like some dough, like a, like oh my bread. <laughs> She's making, making some bread today. She's like in there and it was very painful. <gasps> oh, but- <laughs> Ooh, that makes Sorry, my knees I, should, weak. I should have like mm. warned everybody about you're actually the one who's the weak stomach. <laughs> I just think about these things and I get a little queasy. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll make a long story. Blood doesn't freak me out. It's okay. like the just the idea of that uh, or like that. Yeah, I yeah. can just imagine all the be. pain. It's so tender yeah. and sore. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, hurting. You. But I mean, she had to. Like that was literally Life what or death. saved me. Yeah, I yeah, mean, totally. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it could be. Um, so bleed out. it's like, and you learn this in nursing school. This is like the one thing that I forgot <laughs> when I did my nursing rotation at. Um, with mother baby or whatever, because you're supposed to like after and postpartum, the one thing like you do your whole head to toe assessment. The one thing you cannot forget is to palpate the fundus, which is like the upper uterus. And you got to make sure that it's firm. If it's not firm, then it's like you're at risk for like bleeding out or whatever. And mine was not firm. So that's why she was doing that to like firm it back up. I don't know. All, again, I'm not, I'm not like an expert in this area. That's I did know that, that from nursing school. So um, so I knew she like had to do it. So anyway, she's doing this. A huge clot comes out. And then it's like, oh, she's like, well, I think that was that, you know, and then it's like firmed up and it was fine. So I had like another little ish, issue like a day later. Um, so I had to like get an ultrasound just to make sure everything came out. But 
it was okay. Um, so that was like my last traumatic event of the hospital stay. But anyways, glad you're okay. overall, yeah, overall, it was just like a very joyful experience in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say the whole thing was joyful. No. But well, you got to go home. <laughs> again, yes, I got to go home. And I don't mind staying in the hospital that much. Like, I don't know. It's like you have people helping you with everything, totally. you know, and they like even – the nurses would be like, oh, do you want us to take her for this test or like for her bath or do you want us to? And I'm like, yeah, you can take her. Totally. <laughs> like, I don't know. Bather, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like, do, yeah, her. maybe don't feed her. But <laughs> <laughs> they probably did give her some like sugar water. I know they do that sometimes to like soothe them. I was fine with that because I'm like, I know she's fine and yeah. I need to like get a little bit of rest. So um, it's actually nice to be in the hospital. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, it's like a retreat. Right. That's you. how I feel about it. But Steve was like, get us out of here ASAP. So yeah. anyways, but we, you know, we did get out at a reasonable right. time. So and that it's been is crazy. Yeah. So how's it been then? on the other side? <laughs> um, It's actually been good. I mean, we prayed that this baby would be more chill. No she's offense to my other children that chill. I love, but she's like, she's, yeah, like she gets to her point where she'll cry and stuff, but it's not like this deafening cry in your ears where you're just like, I can't yeah. stand it, you know, like occasionally, but usually there's just something that she needs and it's like over after that, which yeah. I know is common with newborns. Usually it is just something that they need or, yeah. you know, sometimes it's like they're uncomfortable with gas or whatever. Um, they're like immature and, um, GI system and everything, but she's just been like pretty much a joy. She's really sleeping well. And I just never anticipated that. I know, again, she's still a newborn and there's regressions and all these things. So I'm not um, clinging to it too tightly, but at the same time, she's, she's just been really great. And I don't know, easy, easy so far. What you need? Just crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like I just couldn't do the whole like I'm up every hour, two hours, every yeah. single night. Like occasionally that will happen, but pretty much she's been doing really well with sleep and she's been eating and pooping and peeing and whatever Aww. babies do. You know, good job. It's like Violet. you don't have that much that yeah. you need to expect out of them, but she's doing right. everything. She's growing and um and she's like almost starting to smile. I feel like mm-hmm. she wants to so bad. Like you oh. can see it in her eyes. She'll like open them really wide and like look at you and for Steve too especially I feel like she's like when she sees him she'll be like oh yeah like she wants to but um (laughs) so she's what three weeks um she's four weeks tomorrow yeah my word Wednesday she'll be wait Monday what she'll be a month on Um, Wednesday right is that the 11th yeah (gasps) My goodness. I know. It went by really fast. Oh, yeah. And then, so we named her Violet because that was after Steve's grandma. Mm -hmm. And we had had that name picked out for her for a long time. Like Like before. Yeah, years. Yeah. Um, But it was, we were kind of going back and forth on the middle name. And, but we just both loved the name Faye. So we like kept that. And then I found out. My mom told me that my grandma, her mom, was Francis, but went by Faye and spelled that F-A-Y-E, which was also a point of contention between me and Steve. What did you end up spelling it? F-A-Y-E. Okay. What did he want it? That's what he wanted. He We oh. went with his, yeah. Okay. Patriarch, patriarchic, whatever you call it, society. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
known, really. I just yeah. was like, fine, we'll do that. Because it it is like a common spelling for it. And it, it is. seems like the right yeah. thing. I don't know. He just liked it better. I love her But name. that's what, how my mom's mom would spell it too. So I was just really happy about that, that that ended up being like an extra bonus. So Aww, yeah. um, from now on, Steve says we need to just say that we planned it that way. That we didn't have to. Totally. Um, yeah. But the Violet, yeah, we got to tell grandma before she passed away mm-hmm. that we were planning to name her. Like if it was a girl, we would name it after her. And she was very happy about this. This was like while she was on hospice and she was pretty out of it. But she had a moment where she was lucid when we told her this. And she said, oh, thank you so much. That's wonderful. (laughs) And we still were like, you may not know what we're talking about, you know, because she would say that to like anything. But then we said, well, we don't know. But if it's a girl, you know, we don't know if it's a girl. And then she just said twice, she said, Violet will come. Violet will come. Oh, and we were like, I just got okay. That's so I guess you do know what Violet we're saying, you know, come. and she mm-hmm. did come. And so it's Aww. just like, she's been such a blessing, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I know I posted something on Instagram just about like grandma and everything or about having some losses. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I didn't mean like I had a million miscarriages. I did have a miscarriage, a, a big miscarriage. And then I had like a super early one before she came. So she is our rainbow baby in that way. Um, but also like we have, we've lost Steve's grandma and Steve's sister, Steve's other grandma, his uncle, you know, like his grandpa all like in the last couple of years. So this is like a lot, you know, we've lost a lot of people and it's been people close to us, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's been hard in a lot of ways for, Mm -hmm. and for like the whole family. So just, I think to have, her and like her being a girl and just like even for grandpa married to grandpa Ron who was married to Violet is just like in heaven you know he's just like loves that that's her name and he loves to hold her you know he's like asks for her every time we go to a family gathering it's just so sweet and he talks to her like this is the reincarnation of (laughs) grandma Vi (laughs) he like literally told her he's like you know when you were big, when you were here before and you were big <laughs> and we're like, you know, uh, we'll just let him, let him have it. You know, it's fine. Um, let him have his moment. Yeah. It's like exactly. Benjamin Button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so we just weird. think of it. So it's kind of weird. Little baby. Yeah. Little baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby adult. Um, but anyways, yeah, he can have it. So anyways, we've just been so blessed. And mm-hmm. yeah, we just, I don't know. I just look at her and I'm just like so mm-hmm. in love, you know? Yeah. It's just a really, it's a really special thing. And I'm trying not to miss the moments where she's so small. And, yeah. you know, I have, I've just had p- friends be like, oh, I miss them being that small, you know, who've had kids mm-hmm. or older or whatever. And it's like. That's so true. And just thinking that this may be my last biological mm-hmm. baby, it's like, I want to savor all the moments. Oh, sh- but it's yeah. just so natural, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, force myself to be like, look at her and remember she's special. I just do. You know, I just yeah. look at her and I'm like, I'm so thankful for you, you know, in oh. so many ways. So, yeah. yeah. Steve and I are, are really, like, on cloud nine with yeah. her and the boys, for sure. They love, they love her. her. Yeah. 
Oh my word, that is just precious. Some are a little gentler than others, but they both love her very much. Oh my word. They're always looking for her, you know. Oliver kind of like follows her around. Where's the baby? Where's the baby? You know, every morning he comes looking for her. And Ronnie's like, he holds back a little more, but he he's very tender and like gentle with yeah. her. He loves to hold her hand and just like be, Aww. you know, be around her. He'll he'll try to like soothe her and like yeah. kind of like pet her if she's yeah. like upset. So it's very sweet. I just remember the video of them meeting her. Oh yeah. And like Ronnie was so, so concerned that yeah, that you weren't okay. I like, know. <laughs> that was so, so sad sweet. And yeah, sweet. Yeah, it, it was just like, no, it was. Like, yeah, Mama, it is kind of sad okay? to think about. Yeah, like <laughs> he's like, Mama, will you not be very healthy now yeah. or something like yeah. that? And I'm like, No, I'm healthy now. It's yeah. okay, you know. But just being in the hospital, right? That, he just thinks, you know, he's only had like negative experiences, I guess, which I hadn't even thought about. With that's true, though, you know. And he didn't even come. Not that he would remember, but when Ali was born, he didn't. Come. I think he was like sick that week, mm-hmm. so he didn't even come to the hospital to meet him. So he was little too. He was only mm-hmm. two, but not even two. It's crazy. So, so I know. Sweet. It's very She's a little joy. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So, um, trying to protect her from all the germs of the season, but oh we're starting to take her out more just for everybody's yeah. good, you know. Right. So that's that, that story. Is... Anyway, <laughs> speaking wow. of childbearing, though, what's your situation? Because oh. <laughs> you've had kind of a wild road lately, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the same. It ended up being this almost the same mm-hmm. day that Violet was born, which that kind of stunk that uh, my yeah. egg retrieval ended up being the 12th. But it wouldn't have stunk if. It hadn't been such a horrible That's- physical experience <laughs> for you. Like, <laughs> insane. I mean, it was pretty bad. I I had, I I remember telling Jamie, like, okay, I'm going to my, for my retrieval. I'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to yeah. be a, yeah, back be right at work Yep. day. I mean, I love our doctor and yeah. all that, but I did not know the extent of what this was going to be like and the word bloating and cramping is like seems so like oh (laughs) it's like I can deal with that no yeah using those terms does not really it doesn't show what you actually went through you know like you think oh like when I get my period I'll be like a little bloated that's a word that's thrown around so often just, and this was not yeah that. it's like oh you'll get a cough this was like, like that's the what extreme I, <laughs> yeah it's like as far as your skin can stretch in a matter of oh eight days gosh. that's what bloating <gasps> is <laughs> but <sighs> so what happened was we went in for egg retrieval because i have pcos you typically have a lot of follicles uh-huh. and there's a i mean there's so many details in this process but um so i had a lot. They extracted 53 follicles, which um, the reason why that is, is because like with PCOS, my body doesn't release the eggs, follicles. Okay. It just keeps storing them over time. And so So you don't even know which ones are like new or old. Right. When they go in there. Right. So they got to extract them all to find out who are survivors or who's the newest. Yeah. You know? So what they do is, I mean, they, you go under, like they gave me anesthesia and everything. And they, I mean, it's like literally like a needle with like a, 
a va- not a vacuum, but it like pokes the follicle and sucks the egg out. So they do that 53 times because I had 53 follicles that were like 18 millimeters or more. And mm. so I found out later the reason why they take out everything that is that size and beyond is because if they don't, you can end up getting pregnant with like say, – say they left 10. Oh. You could get pregnant with 10, which would be horrible. Yeah, I mean the risk is like that's the risk, but that probably wouldn't happen in my case because, I mean, we didn't get even that many embryos or whatever. So – when you the needle, didn't know that at the time. You know, I didn't know this until like, after. Yeah, when yeah. I started asking a lot more questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, because your body, like, the way I understand it, and maybe I got this wrong, I don't know. But the way I understand it is every every follicle they poke, so your body will naturally uh, try to heal that. So then it fills with fluid. Yeah. And so it's pretty much like those 53 follicles, like every my whole uterus started filling with fluid to, like, heal that area but you're supposed to eat like a lot of salty foods and a lot of electrolytes or drink them and everyone's like why you drink you know eating salty food it's like doesn't that make you bloat more but actually it helps draw the salt or the water out of that area and then the electrolytes helps you you pee it out so it was excruciating though like I mean I Tuesday when I got home I mean I just figured like Okay, I'm going to feel like this. Mm -hmm. And then it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's like no relief whatsoever. And you're supposed to weigh yourself every day to see if you've gained weight, which means you've gained more fluid. Every day I was gaining two pounds. Mm. And so – and it was awful. I mean the more – I ended up gaining 21 pounds in eight days of just fluid like – or nine days in my my stomach. So – my mom was there. I mean, Robbie was, like, amazing. I mean, through the whole thing, my, like, yeah. awesome nurse <laughs> that he was. Aww. And, you know, he's working a full-time job and, and doing other things. We just didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. in our minds, we're like, oh, it'll just be this. I mean, it's you're in and out. It's yeah. an in and out patient kind of surgery. Um, But it just ended up being excruciatingly painful. I couldn't even – I would like take a nap. I constantly had a heating pad on my stomach because oh, yeah. it was just so painful. Remember that? I would wake up choking because I could. Oh, my I, I was so stuffed, like in the area, like like were you short of breath? Yeah, I could oh. barely. I would wake up choking because, like, sounds like it's heart like failure. Like breathing. this is what heart failure patients go through because they have like fluid volume overload. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that <laughs> literally like shortness of breath is like the main thing you ask them about, like gain, weight gain and yeah. like, shortness of breath. Well, and I'm pretty much eating like it's like water weight, ramen noodle, like stuff that has like high sodium. You yeah. Know. Oh, my gosh. I I hate Gatorade. Like I Ugh. never. And that one night we came over to finally meet Violet. I drank yeah. that huge thing of water, which was a huge no, no. That yeah. like made it really bad. Ugh. The scariest part was, so my mom was there, like, she stayed with us for, like, four days. And then Robbie, we he's planned to go on this trip for months with his dad and brother to L.A. And, again, we just, we didn't know life was going to be this way. So we're still planning our lives around all this yeah. stuff. And so he goes out to L.A. with his brother and his dad. And so then his mom comes into town to take care of me. And um, that Saturday I was feeling 
it's I had an event, so I was like, I gotta just buck up. Like I gotta get uh-huh. this done. Robin helped me, and um, I I just like took a ton of medicine and was like, I'm just I gotta do what I gotta do. And that's the thing. This is my busiest time of the mm-hmm. year with work. And um, you can't just like call in. It's like this mm-hmm. is my this is my own business, you know. Yeah. So it was just really, really difficult to juggle everything. And like I had a ton of huge orders coming in. And I'm just like, what am I going to do? I can't lift oh. over five pounds. Oh um, I can't even put my own socks and shoes on because I'm so – bloated that like I can't even physically pick my foot up um I would like slither into bed (gasps) like I would like slowly like just fall backwards (laughs) like slither it was like the craziest thing the worst part was Robbie's mom stayed through the weekend and then she had to go back home for work and there was just one day that I was going to be by myself and then Robbie was going to be back that next day I multiple times in the middle of the night I um just I was so thirsty yeah. or no I woke up like super nauseous but because I physically couldn't turn my body to like grab the Gatorade that was oh not even like a foot away from me I just like decided I'm not going to drink anything. I'm oh just going to keep sleeping. Maybe I'll just feel better. Maybe I'll just feel better. Yeah. I'll just go back to sleep. So I kept waking up really nauseous. I remember texting Robbie and being like, this is hell. I hate my life right now. Oh my I was like, what are we doing this for again? Yeah. Like I. <laughs> and so anyways, I wake up that morning. I'm like, OK, a hot shower. I, you know, I'll feel good because at that point I'm like, I'm going back to work. I'm suck like whatever. I'm just sucking this up. I cannot miss any more of my work. I get in the shower and the heat from the shower activates something. And I just go into like shaky, almost like cold sweats, but I'm taking Mm. a hot shower. Yeah. And I just like, I fell down. That was your probably your blood pressure going down. Yeah. So that was my blood pressure going down. I crawled out of the tub. Oh my goodness. And I was scared because I I feel like I'm typically like a strong person, but I was Uh, like, I think something bad. Crossfitter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, something bad's going to happen to me and I'm all alone. So I called Dr. Jelani. That's really scary. She answered right away. She's the best. And then she told me to call 911. And then I called Robbie because I was like, yeah. I don't want to pay for an ambulance. And then <laughs> I'm like, oh, and while I'm. I, Seems like it was an emergency, yeah. though. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. But then I realized I'm like, oh, I'm at my deductible. I'm good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> call All of this is going through my crazy mind. Yeah. I start vomiting when Robbie throw or gets on the phone he like i'm like get somebody i don't know what to do get somebody and and he's like what you know i was like call an ambulance like i you know and so then he's in la again so he um our friends sarah and patrick who um own the coffee shop by us they like rushed over just so incredible but then robbie's dad ended up calling the ambulance um I mean, they were in California, California, so it's, okay. I don't, honestly, I wouldn't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that either. I mean, I was <laughs> like. I'm a medical professional. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. But Robbie was, I mean, he was, I think it's okay to say, like, Robbie is a very sensitive person, which I yeah. absolutely, like, love about him. He has the softest heart. He'll cry 
at a show, a dog commercial, (laughs) uh, you know, a soldier coming home, which most people do. But like, yeah, I always cry at those. (laughs) He's a very sensitive person. And like, I think that is a beautiful thing about him. He was hysterical. And so, because he felt so bad. And I, that was not on my radar. I'm like, I don't, that's not what I'm thinking right now. And all I'm thinking is an ambulance is coming. I am naked and I need oh. to get close. <laughs> oh my god! Because I was in the shower. shower. Well, and I didn't even, I was in the shower for 30 seconds, literally. Yeah. And then I collapsed. So I got in the ambulance and they kept. This was Tuesday, right? This was Monday. This the was Monday, Monday? After I saw you. The Monday after Violet was born. Okay. I'm in the ambulance. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. And they kept trying to find a pulse because they kept trying all their what's the thing called that they put around your arm? The blood pressure? Yeah. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. Well, they tried four of them and they kept thinking their stuff wasn't working. Oh, and no. it was just because my blood pressure was so low. It dropped down to 60. And I think that's right, right? Or your pulse. Yeah, or, my pulse. Was, well, your blood pressure to- could have been I don't know how low it was, actually. I think it was 60. Like the top number was 60? Because that's really, that would be really dangerous. Mm, that maybe the was it 90 over 60? Does that make yeah, more sense? maybe. Okay, like so that. it was low. And they, so long story short, um, I went to the hospital and then I um, drove myself. I was feeling a lot better, not a lot mm-hmm. better, but enough to drive myself. Because again, I'm still alone, but I wanted to get to my doctor. Yeah. Because the hospital doesn't know what to do with IVF patients. Yeah. They just see like, holy crap, why is all this fluid in your stomach? And right. Um, they just don't know what to do. Yeah. So um it's not like a mainstream kind of thing that we'd see really yeah. in the hospital. Or, right. You know, and like- that and my doctor got on the phone with with my doctor at CDH and so she I mean, was, I guess you see all sorts of things in the hospital, so they should kind of know how to deal with it in the ER, I would yeah. think. But, yeah. They, they were, don't know what meds you're on. And, you know, no. for you to even have to say all that is would be a lot. You I actually know, took a everything. picture of my meds okay. before, yeah. <laughs> before I left. Because I was like, I, I don't. They're no. all like big words, yeah. too. They're no, not. that's that would be a lot. Like Tylenol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy stuff. Later on, I found out that. Um, through ultrasound and blood work, one of the pockets of fluid, like typically they don't want them to get like past a hundred millimeters, like big. And mine got to like 150. And so that's, it starts like pushing, pretty much crushing everything inside, which like mm. prevents blood flow to your organs. Huh. Yeah, and that's, so that sounds pretty serious. That's what ended up happening <laughs> was it got really, really big. So they wanted to give me another surgery or they call it tapping and they like surgery. To remove fluid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I didn't want it. So again, I got stuff to do. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, so then I just went home and rested. Robbie finally got home. My parents came back into town and, um, and then the next morning, Robbie and I had a meeting with the doctor just to find out a lot more information, like what's going on with my body? Why would that happen? So a lot of things were answered, um, in that time. And I mean, now I'm back to normal and like all the fluids gone. Like it's crazy. How many days did it take for it to like the for you to, to go back to normal? Yeah. Uh, nine days. Oh. It was nine days of like full on like that's no relief. Oh. So which we we had a meeting with our doctor even last week and she was like, 
I can't believe you didn't tap out. <laughs> wow. Tapping out. I don't know. So that would have, yeah, that would have helped a lot for like it, a, a it, quicker recovery. But then, yeah. It could fill back up though. Oh, it's not okay. like, so really like the next stage is they wait for you to start your period and yeah. then the transfer will happen later on. Okay. Yeah. There's just so much in this process. Like what you're, yeah. they're trying to do what your body would do. Right. Like gotcha. normally. Like stay on a schedule that mm-hmm. your body would. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just an exhausting couple of weeks and um, very, very painful. But we'll probably have to do it one more time, actually, because depending on how many kids Robbie and I want to have and depending Mm -hmm. on how many kids we get out of the embryos we have. Mm -hmm. So and she was like, while you're still young, you might want to do it one more time. But now I know what to to expect. Save them like for later. Yeah. Because like out of the four we have, you could prop like probably get one or two yeah. out of that four. Yeah. Because things happen and whatever. So uh she was saying like, you know, you might just want to do it one more time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I might want to do it in a month that I don't have anything going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> now Why don't I know. you pick yeah pick not the February time of year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well I guess that would be bad for the flower shop. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Valentine? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, but I feel like there's always some event, you know? There that. is always something. January Maybe and March, March. Are pretty dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this transfer doesn't work this time, we'll probably do one more retrieval just to okay. be like done with them forever. I see. Gotcha. Um but she even is said the transfer like way better of a scenario like yeah okay well okay so to like expo- you don't have to expect like a ton of like pain and all that or- the transfer yeah oh no they just give you some volume and it's like it's pretty much like the IUI process where okay. they put a catheter in you and then they okay. implant the embryo into your okay. lining wow. it's really crazy it's absolutely crazy and they just, you know, you're pretty much down for like three days after that just to make sure, like, you don't want to be okay. moving a ton. Yeah, sure. Gotcha. Okay. Or to give like, it like a chance to. Yeah. To just okay. hang out yeah. in there and not. Hopefully it stays yeah. locked in that wall. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just been a crazy process. Wow. I think for me, like, it was just getting through that part of it. Yeah. And then, like, Robbie was. He was seriously like a superhero. I mean, he was amazing. And I I think it just brought us really, really close. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're not invincible, but it felt like we are just we're doing our best. We're we're not fighting. We're just like we're just in this together. Yeah. You know, it was like little things in life that you typically would get upset about or whatever. It just everything seemed smaller mm-hmm. and so it's been a good reminder good. for both of us. Like, you know, I think that really scared him. It scared me too, but. Um, oh, yeah. Because I've actually never had to go to the emergency room. I mean, yeah. I like having leukemia as a kid, but like. Right. I've never like had anything no. traumatic happen yeah. to me. So don't have like a ton of health problems or no. something that this would be like a I common mean, occurrence. Or he's never seen you in that state, you know, no. for like. Never. He's never yeah. seen me yeah. like that. So I think he knew it was serious too. And um, I mean, typically we're going to the emergency room for him. 
Yeah. That's actually true. <laughs> He's been a few I times. I mean, we've been like six times in our marriage with because of his injuries. Injuries, yeah. Injuries. Which Nothing is like, still different too, you know. But it is, yeah. yeah. Like I know he's like, you got to stay down. Like because I'm just, I'm so used to, even certain things I would just pick up mm-hmm. not, like because I'm grabbing groceries or whatever. Right. And he's like, you can't pick that up, you know. Oh. And and it really would be painful. And Yikes. He's like so hard. It is hard. It's crazy. It's so little. Five pounds is literally compared to CrossFit. (laughs) CrossFit weights. Those dumbbells are like it's like picking up cheese, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that was difficult for me. So now I'm back to normal. Like I can exercise. Um, I'm like past all that. But then like once the transfer happens. I'm back to yeah. like okay. just being Restricted. careful. Yeah. Not as extreme. I mean, right. they'll just, if everything works, that's great. I okay. mean, then I'll be like able to do whatever okay. I want to do. But, okay. and if it doesn't, then we'll figure out what's next. But, okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's, that's wow. kind of, that's insane. The version of what, what had happened. I but. can't believe you're even talking about going through that again. Like, it didn't take yeah. you long to like get over. Like well, mentally, like I yeah. feel like it's almost like giving birth where like in the moment you're like, I'm never, <laughs> never. doing this again. Yeah. And then yeah. like five seconds later, you're like, well, newborns yeah. are so great though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, like, I think for me, like. But I get it, you know? Oh, I'm like, okay, she's kind of explaining it in a way like if you do want more than two kids. Yeah. And I could see Robbie and I at least having three. Sure. I, that's, yeah. In my mind, that's kind of what yeah. I would want. But she's like, because you're still young, you do kind of want to get sure. those out now. Yeah. And I don't want to no, be. No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to be doing egg retrieval if I'm like 35, yeah. you yeah. know. And I know yeah. people do that. Yeah. But it's, there's a lot more risks and all this stuff. So. Totally. Well, and it's like, get it over with if you're going to do get it. it. You know what with. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, th- yeah. So there's. You know, what it, you know what you're in for. You can plan around, you know, uh-huh. you can plan it. With your schedule and everything. Yeah. And and yeah, you're young. In my mind, I'm like, oh, my body was like clean sweeped. Like. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like. It's so true. Like, I don't know how. I mean, I know there's more follicles in there. Yeah. I mean, who true. knows what they would extract it. Right. Like the next time. Right. Hopefully not 53. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. That would yeah. be the hope. Because like, so at this point, whatever they retrieve are going to be newer eggs. Yes. You well, know that they haven't been sitting there for They no, not necessarily. No. Cause there could have been a lot that just didn't because the other ones might have knocked them out. Oh. Like there's still like a lot in there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It could be I don't know Again, how far back these things go. Yeah, I don't like either. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, because even when they I got out of surgery, I don't remember this, but they said to Robbie, like, she has generations and generations of Wow. Of eggs. And did you know, like, you give your eggs to your child? Like, Violet has, you've passed on eggs to her. Really? Yeah. That's why, like. That's crazy. Like, your mom. Because, like, yeah, their reproductive system is, like, yeah. in like, place you, Your from mom the carried right? Violet. Weird. And Oliver. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Like, kind of, right? I mean. Yeah. We'll do the. Well, because. Because like explain this to I, me. Well, someone. Well, my doctor could probably explain it really well. But it's like they are carried on, huh? Per person, like wow. 
I don't know. I, I probably need to do more research, but <laughs> maybe let's do a fact check. At the end of this episode. <laughs> we should do a fact check. But that's what Things she said. I didn't learn in nursing school. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fascinating. I feel like I've learned so much about mm-hmm. my body, how it works. I've been like amazed by your body just does mm-hmm. all this naturally. Like right now I'm on um, a hormone called Lupron and then I'm taking estrogen so that my lining builds right now yeah. we're getting ready for transfer and it's like people just get pregnant and they don't even like you just yeah. don't know what's going on you in your body and it's things, like yeah. all the things that oh have to line up yeah. to have that yeah. is like it's insane actually yeah. it just makes me be like God thought of literally right. everything like yeah it's the, a miracle it is the other day I'm like okay so Everyone talks about the lining. You shed the lining. Like, what's, what is the lining? Like, what is the lining? Yeah. She goes, well, you know, it actually is like, because they're like, it has to get to, you know, eight millimeters or whatever. Yeah. They want it like as thick as possible. I'm like, well, why? We're, it's where the baby's implanted into. Uh-huh. And so when it's not, then that's when it sheds. And then each mm. month you, which I've always heard that, but I, I didn't know the baby was like, that's where the embryo goes or yeah. The baby goes. Yeah. So it's just, it really is crazy that our bodies just do that mm-hmm. on their own. And then even that we have the technology to help people right. do it. So totally. Yeah. I'm glad I'm in yeah, it's a new this day and age. age. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So it's really exciting that you're at this stage in the game with it all. Yeah. That my body's just, responding to all of it. Yeah. And, Oh, the worst thing that's about to happen, though, is the um, progesterone shots. Oh, yeah. That's— Because those are IM, intermuscular. Oh, yeah. And in the— Butt cheek. Butt. Well, not even your butt cheek. No, it's like the muscle. Yeah. High up. Uh It's pretty much—well, if you get it wrong, you can hit that sciatic nerve. Let's just— Right. Which, like I told you, at our work, we are not even able to give it there anymore. So— you may want to ask about that. <laughs> I don't know. We they're... still do sometimes, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I've never met anyone have their sciatic nerve be hit with those. But I also haven't given that many. So I'm just trying to think of the first day it. I had to start injections in my stomach and mm-hmm. how like that was the biggest deal to mm-hmm. me. Like that was for like, someone who hates needles. Yeah. You've been through a lot. I don't think like it's it's like you're telling somebody you have to face your biggest fear mm-hmm. for the next year. Yeah. And every day you have to do this to yourself. Yeah. That that is what needles are to me. They are my ultimate yeah. fear. I hate them. It's not that I hate like blood doesn't gross me out. It's the sheer fact that it's going into your body right. and it's just like sitting there. Yeah. And it's like that I don't know why. It just really grosses me out. Do you think it's from your childhood? Totally. Okay. Because that's like traumatizing as a little child. Totally. And my mom, we were laughing. She was just in town the other day. And um, we were laughing because I didn't know this, but I, okay, because a newer nurse, well, I don't know if she's new, but she looked new to me. She wasn't my normal nurse. She was drawing my blood and she did not do a good job. Like, Twisted the needle, could not get, and I'm getting my blood drawn every other day. So yeah. I'm like, 
okay, like have grace with her. Like, but I'm like, you're not my typical nurse. Right. Like, where's where's Ugh. Marianne? You know, <laughs> like, well, I'm like, you know when I'm digging around in your vein. Oh, no, I mean, and there are they're always bruised. Like, yeah. I, my Ugh. my veins don't have enough time to even heal because they're in so much. Yeah, and so they're already bruised, and I was just so like, oh, you know, trying to be patient with her, but it didn't end up happening. And so, like, the blood was just not coming. Anyways, I was talking to my mom about it. And she goes, when you were in the hospital, you would (laughs) – I would literally look at, like, certain nurses. This one nurse that I loved, she looked like the lamb chops lady. Remember her? No way. Oh, Oh, my word. I I called her lamb chops lady. (laughs) And then she would, like, start bringing in the little puppet for me. I remember that when I was a kid. But then – You called – I that called to her, her face. Yeah. Oh. She had like the red hair. It was curly. That's so funny. But the nurses that I, that hurt me, I would literally say, you're not going to touch me. Like, and yeah. I was, at that point I was like three years old. Wow. And I would tell them, no, yeah. no, you hurt me. Like, you're mean. Oh. And Robbie's like, yeah. she's still that stubborn. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't tell people they're mean, but I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe you, you need me. some help. Yeah. Like, you need oh, to totally. go get another nurse. Or- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You get someone who's a little more competent. Why no. are you twisting the needle in my arm? Oh. <laughs> and, yeah. So uh, we were my mom and I had a good laugh about that. But um, you're mean. Yeah. So I just feel like the I'm hoping because the progesterone shots are for ten weeks. Yeah. Every single morning That's, for ten oh. weeks. Um. Because now I just take these shots, these yeah. injections in my stomach, like. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And when they hurt, I get pretty angry. Like, mm. like, yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah. But um, I'm you're hoping. like desensitized to it in a lot of ways too, yeah. right? Because I know it takes a second. Like, yeah. It'll it's be a over second of really pain. Quickly. Yeah. But this one, I'm just like hoping that I become used to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a harder one than doing the. It's true. The subcutaneous is more like an oil abdomen, yeah. But well, yeah, and it's in the muscle. I mean, it's just different. That's a lot to you know. So the soreness yeah. factor and all that. But um, so I get that, and I don't think anybody like loves injections or needles. I don't know, maybe drug addicts or. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Like Robbie's like but doesn't even phase me. They may not even either, but it's just you yeah. know. Yeah, I was like, well, I have a whole. Like a full-on Aldi grocery bag full of needles. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, I, I think I should just try one on you. Nothing in it. Yeah, no. <laughs> just stick you in Don't put air in there, though. That would, <laughs> Maybe put <laughs> saline or something. <laughs> just give them a little. Mm. Let me just put the needle yeah, there. Yeah, because like. And then the nurse. Give you a taste. She told me, she's like, wow, I can't believe your husband's doing this for you. Like, most husbands won't do it. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, really? Then who does sh- it? Themselves. Oh, people give it to themselves. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a hard sight, though, to give to yourself. I mean. That's probably why they hit their sir. Yeah. Sir, like, well, that's probably true. Maybe so. if they're doing it themselves. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, either way, I feel like there's room for error with that, with that sight. But, um. It's probably good to have the same person doing it, you know, because yeah. they kind of like know your body and whatever. Well, yeah, he does, you know. Yeah. And he honestly, he did great with the HCG shot. It's not that I'm worried about him. It's more so like it's just the idea. 
evolve totally. it and it starts this well, the anticipation and- of it before you even get it you know mm-hmm. it's just like every mm-hmm. time you have to be like okay deep mm-hmm. breath you know but and it's in the all my shots have normally been in the morning at night uh-huh. and these have to be every morning okay. so i'm starting my day off with a yeah. shot and it just like somebody asked me the other night like do you because everyone says like if you're on the, all these hormones you're crazy like people oh. on IVF are crazy and I'm like <laughs> I haven't felt I mean I guess no. Robbie could answer that for you but I don't feel like I've been crazy yeah. like at all and uh I'm just kind of wondering if the progesterone one's gonna like oh. more so like I don't know I don't know I'm we'll not like to waiting to be crazy. I just, <laughs> I'm You're like, when's it coming? Yeah. Part of me is like, why isn't this effect? Like they just preach that a lot. And yeah. And before you start. And so I'm like, I don't yeah, feel like my mood's be. really changed a lot, but um, I feel like I've been pretty level headed actually this whole time. Yeah. I feel like that too. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens. We have to give you an, a nickname though, if you do turn crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Better not be Tina. <laughs> Tina. No. That's totally it. No. Fine. Don't turn into Tina then. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough about that. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Have you gotten shopping done? Oh, I've done some Amazon shopping. There you go. Yeah. You don't need to be out and about. Well, I do. My mom asked for stuff from Goodwill. <laughs> she yeah. wants me to go search for clothes for her at Goodwill. She says I'm the only one who can find her. You should go to Savers. Um, I know. I was thinking Monday, half tomorrow. Oh, I have book club, which I'm happy about. Next Monday. (laughs) Next Monday, baby. (laughs) But we're kind of running close to Christmas now. I feel like it's snuck up on us. Yeah, Um, it's it's really. Well, because I think because Thanksgiving was late, it just has thrown everyone off. Totally. And we've had things going on, you know, obviously, but oh, big um, thing. <laughs> I, yeah, I've done a lot on Amazon, but even those, like sometimes you can't trust everything you get on there. Mm-hmm. You get it and you're like, oh, it's that's tiny. not exactly what I was thinking or whatever, or not as high quality or whatever. I think most things have worked out this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're trying not to buy for like every single person anymore in the family. Like I think on Steve's side, we're just going to do for the kids this year, which mm-hmm. is going to be much better. Mm-hmm. Um, just easier, you know. And then if you, like, see something for someone and you want to get it, that's fine. They're right. kind of like, let's just be not like you have to get you guys something do Secret for each Santa? person. Well, in my, on my side of the family, we choose, a, like, a name or okay. a family, like a couple. So each couple has, like, a couple that they choose or a person. Yeah. And then the kids choose each other. So, but you're still, obviously, you're still buying for however many kids you have. That's true. You're buying for mm-hmm. that many, plus like the adults. Plus, we usually all buy for my parents. So it's kind of like, it ends up being a lot, you know. Oh, totally. But it's and we still a lot. like to do it. It's not like, you know, and I love giving gifts just like you, but mm-hmm. it does get to be kind of a lot. And this year we're just like, mm, I'm not making any money right now. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm not either. It's, <laughs> it's all. <laughs> It's all going to frozen embryos. (laughs) (laughs) Keep them in the freezer. Little Petri dish. (laughs) Robbie said. Totally worth the money. He's like, can we store them ourselves? I'm like, yeah, right by our frozen pizza and our popsicles. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Right. <laughs> well, I, yeah, let's not do the. That's do it that expensive way. to freeze those things. <laughs> yeah, what, what were you gonna say? You've been shopping though. I know. I did it yesterday, <laughs> and I went to one store. Took me like two hours. I was texting yeah. you photos yeah. of dinosaur shirts, <laughs> which I'm like, I love finding the kid stuff, and yeah. then like, I don't. I always go to Old Navy because it's like super affordable. But totally, honestly, Old Navy clothes are not like I'm like. Mm, it's like for like adults. Them? They're not good this year. Oh, okay. You They're just like don't, don't like the style. No, oh, I okay. Not for not for I like what Robbie likes. And yeah. So, but I just got caught up in the kid aisle and realized, <laughs> holy cow! This is the first Christmas we have so many. Like I have five oh, yeah. nieces and nephews now. <gasps> that is like, a lot. Well, I got to get something for all of them. You know. Like, yeah. And. That's a lot to buy for. It was yeah. a lot. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm totally, I'm like so excited to yeah. do it. But I was like, oh, I feel very stressed out yeah. right now. Like, Right. When you like actually look at your list and you're like, that's a lot of people to buy for. Yeah. yeah. And they're pretty much like all the same sizes, right? Well, three right. of them are all babies. Yeah. And then Rowie and Evelyn are bigger or whatever. But the bigger kids, I'm like, I want to get you an actual toy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Because you don't really care for clothes, you yeah. know, but, um, I don't know. So I got, I got a little anxiety last night. Oh no. Yeah. I was like, Robbie, I went to one store. Oh, and then oh we were laughing. It. Cause like TJ Maxx is like right next to Old Navy. Yeah. I walked in and walked out because the oh, line you can't. was at yeah. the back of the store. I go, who in their right mind totally. would stay in this line? To the back of the store. To the back <gasps> of this. Why would you just leave? Come back tomorrow yeah, morning when right. no one's here. Like, oh my goodness. People are crazy. There's so Everybody's out. We went to Target and it was like, you can't walk past no. people in the aisle. There's too many. You know, it's like, oh my goodness. No. Like we went to get a couple things and it was like, this is insane. At least they keep their lines kind of short there though at Target. Yeah, but nothing is... Like there was nothing in that store that was worth waiting in totally. that line. Yeah, like, I totally agree with you. Yeah, if it went, that's insane. <laughs> I've never seen it that long. And people are just chilling, and I was yeah. like, I'm tired. Peace out. Because, but they just want to be done. That's they like, want to be done. Thing. I get it. And I totally get that too. And it's like it is very affordable there. It is. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't just, set foot in one of those this year. I can't, I buy too much if I go there. That's the problem. This year, I actually had some good ideas for like our moms yeah. and like um, I don't know. It's like we never see his siblings, yeah, like, ever. And we were talking about it yesterday because we usually do a secret Santa for everybody, or like we each get one person because Robbie has a huge family, yeah. and now our family is big um, with the spouses and the kids and. And so we just like pick out of a hat and we each get one person. But then I'm like, yeah, but I got to get my parents something. And I, you know, and yeah. like, I don't know. There's just certain people in the family where I, I don't know. It's like three of them all had babies this year. So I like wanted to do something like their first Christmas. Right. Like, but then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. just, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's overwhelming. It's <laughs> and it's like, all I've been, these sermons I keep hearing. And then we went to the women's um, yeah, event. Women's that was event. like so lovely. Aubrey Sampson did a yeah. wonderful job if she's listening. We hope, I haven't talked to her, but we hope to have her on one of these you times. You want to come on the podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're formally asking you now. <laughs> um, but she did such a good job. And um, 
and she talked about that. And I'm yeah. like, today I'm like, okay, it's not about the gifts. It's yeah, not about the totally. gifts. But why is it all about the yeah, gifts? Yeah, I like, know. We, it's ah! like it's not about the gifts, but you still feel like this pressure, you know. So to, much pressure. But I don't know how much of that we put on ourselves too. Or, but yes. it's also like your family culture, I think, has a mm-hmm. lot to do with it because actually both of our, like Steve's and my side of the family, both love to like give gifts. Like yeah. we have a lot of gift givers in the family, generous people. It's awesome. But at the same time, then you feel like, well, I can't like not give you, you know, I want, right. and I of course want to be generous and want to give too, being mm-hmm. like a gift giver, but then- yeah. What's too much and what, you know, like you have to ask yourself those questions or like, are you okay with it just being like a little awkward that you didn't spend as much as everybody else did yeah. on presents or, you know? Right. I think mentally what I've had to do is do, I, am I giving this out of guilt mm-hmm. or it's like, I, I feel like this person really needs this from yeah. me. Like we even said yesterday, like we just, we haven't gotten to go to Minnesota and like mm-hmm. spend time with Evelyn and Hudson. And, and I'm like, I want to do something special for yeah. them. Like, I just feel like we haven't, you know, and obviously life's busy and that's eight hours away and all this stuff. Totally. But then you just feel like not, I mean, this is not a guilt, but I just, I kind of feel sad like yeah. that I've, so it's like, right. I want to make this time special when totally. they come. And, but then there's like, you know, certain friends or whatever, you're like, oh, you know, like, should I? Because are they going to, you know, or whatever. Right, totally. And I just think that's the balance is like, yeah. am I giving out a guilt or yeah. am I like. Like you I have just, to or. Yeah. Like think, obligation or just like out of the joy of your heart that you just want to. You right. Know? I think that's the difference. Does it bring you yeah. joy or right. stress? Right. To give that person a gift. Totally. Which I don't know if that's always true because I feel stressed about. Get like Robbie and I feel stressed about giving gifts to each other, but yeah, because this year we're kind of like in this weird state, like, right, we're trying to have a baby, and that's like the best gift we can try to give each other, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right, and you're both spending your money on it, you know, it's yeah. I mean, we're, I think there's this understanding between us, it's probably not going to be our biggest gift present here to each other, but that's okay. I mean, we'll, we'll do what we can this year, but. I don't know. I can always give the gift of pottery. So. That's true. You <laughs> Thank you, God for that. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> you have this special. I mean, you're still spending money on that to be fair, but that's yeah. true. It, uh, it is always like a good gift and always unique. And yeah, yeah. it's one of part kind. of like what you're doing already. Right. Yeah. yeah. But after um, my big order last week, <laughs> I was like, after like, I think. December, like Steve's birthday is my last day that I'll actually need to like even throw anything. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to not touch that wheel for about a month. Yeah. I'm just, you need a break. Totally. I don't want to. I mean, I love what I do, but I, I need yeah, a break. Everybody yeah. needs a break. Totally. Yeah. So Christmas season is, is among us. So it's among us. And this may be our last recording before yeah. the holidays. Yeah, so but we we still have some really good guests coming on, mm-hmm. um, or the we'll new be year one that we've already even done. So yeah, um, so yeah, we're very excited about the new year and everything in store. Yeah, we have some hopefully some tricks up our sleeve for <laughs> the coming. Got some year. brainstorming we got ideas. Brainstorming. <laughs> 
We're trying to copy all the other cool podcasts around. Yeah. We're trying to <laughs> Instagram account. be better. Bloggers. <laughs> we need to be bloggers. Um, oh, man. Well, but we, yeah, we wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. And yeah, Violet's waking up. So Violet's poopy. So we're going to go <laughs> take care of that. But thanks for joining us today. All right. Merry Christmas. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and click subscribe.